So make sure you tune in. Uh, here he is, the man himself. Good to see you, buddy. Shall I turn your mic off? Good to see you. How are we doing for levels, Hello. Uh, Let down a little bit, maybe. Down a little bit for you? Yeah. Well, I don't want to hear your lovely thoughts. How's that? Does that sound good? That's not bad. Do you mind holding my... No, I'd love to do a glass of water. Anyway, Oscar's here now, so it's um, the weekend's properly kicking off. Hello. Good to be here. Some feeling? great jazz, some great jazz. Yeah, that was you, that was, wasn't no, you? it wasn't. It was the guy before me. Uh, he dedicated it to you. Really? Yeah. He said he might chill you out when you get up here. You're jogging up the stairs. Say so. hang on a second. Yeah, there you go. I'm here. Yes. Speaking in the mic. That's how radio works. Brilliant. Good stuff. But and that was nice jazz. Uh, it'd be nice if we could uh, have a a jazz minute or two. On jazz our minute. Show. It's like yeah. the opposite of a minute of silence. You mean just have like a minute yeah, of jazz? A minute of jazz. To sort of remember all those who died, you know, in trombone-related incidents. There's probably a few. <laughs> there is probably a lot. I, I heard recently in the week you bought a budget. Is this true? Yeah, that's true. Um, bought one, took one back, got another one. The reason was uh, the first one, um, Charmaine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought the guy in the shop was like, you know, she's a bit of a handful. Can can you deal with it? And I foolishly thought, yeah, I can handle that. I can handle what's what's difficult about her, you know. An angry budgie, but a lot's difficult. I mean, it was rude. It wouldn't listen to what I was saying. It was just, I, I, it was undrainable. What were you trying to do? Well, ideally, I want, I wanted to sit on my shoulder, watch films, and <laughs> shout "safe" every now and again. And I mean, this one, I'd say "safe," and then it just, I don't know, headbutt the cage. Yeah, I caught it once doing a forward roll. It has a little perch, right? <laughs> it, it did a forward roll and then fell on its back when it gets to that point, you know, it gets underneath and it can't actually swing. It, and it did this about six times in a row. And that's when I thought, this just doesn't learn. I'm not going to be able to teach it anything. So I got this one. I went, I took it there and I, I felt like a, well, I felt like a pansy to be honest because I was saying, sorry, this budgie's <laughs> too, too, this budgie's too, too much, <laughs> too aggressive. The guy sort of looked at me, you know, oh. <laughs> but um, he humoured me, gave me a new one. Which it well, it goes through stages of it sits there doing nothing yeah. for for hours on end. Then all of a sudden it has like this morning, which is why I'm a bit tired because from, from about six in the morning it decided it wanted to escape. No, where, where's this budget at the moment? Is it? It's in my bedroom, which actually is starting to smell of budget a little bit now. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna just keep it basically, then, or you're gonna let it go into the wild? <laughs> That'd be carnage. Wait, in the wild? Yeah, they're not trained. Put it in Bloodbath. the wild with like a small body armor. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like a little and a taser. Switchblade. Yeah, switchblade. Yeah. Have I told you the story about my um, my guinea pigs I had when I was? Oh, you didn't. I had about fifteen guinea pigs in the space of about two weeks. Like, you. It was like, it was like genocide. It was you, mental. A transgenic organism. Have you ever tried to keep a guinea pig alive? You can't do it. It's crazy. They, they've got they've got a, a passion for death, haven't they? It, right. They die of shock, which isn't a good evolutionary thing. Fireworks night, genocide, all the way around. Like Berkshire, mental. It was crazy. I mean, we, what well, we had one, so we had to sort of basically wrap them up in sort of bubble wrap and fireworks, and then die. Uh, the next day, we put them in the cage. That was all fine. Um, and we let them out for a little run. And our cat killed uh, another one. We thought, okay, what is? Well, we put them in this huge like, this put them in, put a huge cage bars. Like they couldn't get out. All fine. My cat sucked it through the bars. <laughs> This poor little thing was just bent inwards through the bars. So we thought, okay, what are we gonna do now? So we put it in this kind of like Alcatraz style like maximum security prison. Yeah. Sort of like sitting there, you know, rubbing a little mug against the bars, like playing a little harmonica like that. Um, it's so depressed it's in this prison. Um the cat's prowling by and the mother ate its own child to deny the predator food. They do that, don't they? So even if the cat's yeah. not looking at it, the mother is. I once had a uh, Pocostomus, which is quite a big fish, and um, it just sort of hoovered up all the small fish in my tank and then got bored. And just started. Uh, they're supposed to eat algae, but they never do. 
<laughs> <laughs> but um, so, yeah. Do you know they eat hamsters in Bolivia? Do they? Yeah. yeah. Not, not much meat, though. So they must be desperate. Should we play a song quickly? We've been yeah, we've been really Play a song. Come back to this. Um, Which one? M Ward. Well, the one I've lined up. Jingle. No, not the jingle. It's not a song, is it? It's a jingle. Look, the one that's lined up. Here's a song. It's called. <laughs> what's it called? Is it which one's? I, I can never oh, be sure which one. Oh God! Play it. Here we go. Now it's time. We can't hide from it any longer. It is time. I for wish we could. We can't, mate. We've got to face up to it. We've just swapped seats. Henry's in the driving spot, and actually, the headphone volume in this one isn't as bad as I thought. Isn't it? That everyone's winning. Right. We're going penis or genius. Saint Peter. I thought he usually dishes out the. He does the big penis or genius. Do you know what I mean? Like the end, one at the end of life. Yeah. So, so we'll go turn it back on him. All right. Well, I reckon um, Saint Peter is a penis or genius depending on whether you're a good person or not. Because say, ah. say we might find him a penis. Okay. But but people who have lived an honest, respectable life, like Gandhi. They'll be like, oh, he's like, he's like, yeah, come on, straight up into heaven. He's like, oh, you genius. Him and Gandhi are probably like, alright, dogs has a go in, like, yeah, if I, yeah. How's the razzle dazzle? Pretty I said, good. I said you'd be here soon. Keep on the DL, yeah. mate. See you later on. Yeah, you can't. He's just the. He's like your, not your conscience, but he's he's just a. I mean, I'm not saying I'm religious. You have to be, but yeah. I'm just saying if, he's a reflection of you. He's a reflection of you. So so, depending on if you're a penis or if you're a genius. So is he. So is he. Very wise answer. Okay. Two. Number two. Who was number two? I'll tell you about it in the brain. Um. Oh, that's right. Um, the man who wrote Brokeback Mountain. Now, because it was, it got a lot of Oscars. It was a bestseller. Yeah. But it was a film about cowboy benders. Yes, it was a film about cowboy homoeroticism. Um, and there's absolutely you're nothing you're wrong to write a with book. being a cowboy. No, or being a screaming bender. Ah, oh, don't do that. I'm saying there's nothing wrong with it. The guy who wrote it, do you think he was a, was it a great film, a genius film, or do you think it was just going for an Oscar with the kind of whole gay vibe? Yeah, do you reckon... What, no, what, what I'm genuinely interested in is, was he that way orientated? Because to write a book with that much detail, yeah. you wonder, you know... Has he had first-hand... Experience, because... Obviously it's fictional, but you don't want... You know, you, you, if someone's writing a book, you want them to have had... The sticky details. The sticky details. The, t- the thing about that film, though, have you seen the bit, you know, obviously the bit in the tent? The scene. Yeah. They know what they're doing. What I want to know is, though, how do they decide who's going to, um, you know, who does what? And Spare of the moment, really. Flip a coin. I think so, yeah. Flip, what, flip a coin, then you flip um, whoever, you know, gets heads. That's a detail they missed out, though, isn't it? Because... It was in the deleted scenes, actually, they were sitting there. They yeah. Were, they were afraid darts. That just wasn't like quick that. enough. 120, you're at the back. That's how they did it. But uh, nice. I wanted to hear the audio commentary on the DVD like, in that section. Do you think it's like when it gets to that bit, it's sort of Jay Gordon. <laughs> Everyone just goes quiet for 10 minutes. <laughs> Lovely lighting. Huh? Don't touch me. Um, <laughs> yeah. It must have been great to hear. Okay, so what do you think? Oh, Prince that or was Genius? Really funny. Prince or Genius? Um, genius, yeah. Oh, Genius, okay. Yeah, Nice work. Very nice work. How's it in your headphones? It's going alright. We've swapped headphones because we're wacky people. That's, it's pretty, yeah. What are we ruddy like? We're pretty. Oh, God. One minute this, next little set fire to something. <laughs> oh, mental. Um, I wanted to tell you about this, mate. This is um, something, you know, I also do my preparation for the uh, It's All News to Me. Yeah. I came across this story in the week, which I couldn't quite use, but it, it made me laugh like a little girl. Um, give me the headline. <laughs> A US woman will spend the next month in prison after chasing terrified children for an Ohio town dressed as a cow. <laughs> right? Oh, that's lovely, isn't What's it? What's got this? 
she was hired to wear the outfit at a local theme park <laughs> and got drunk on the job. So then she urinated in a nearby yard. <laughs> then she refused to calm down once taken into local custody and according to police was yelling and challenging people to suck her udders. <laughs> um, the, the 32 year old who was wearing nothing underneath her costume was forced to wear it over the weekend in the cell and in court. <laughs> Um, and I think probably not fair, is it? The icing on the cake. It's like the picture. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. There's a little picture. I don't know. If, we're going to put this on our website. Uh, it's expressradio.co.uk.com forward slash. If that was running out. Co.uk forward slash Henry Oscar. Actually, um, do you know what they were saying? That reminds me of my dad. I, not in that way. Not in that way. But he, he was really excited after after Halloween. He, he went to he went to a, sort of a pub in the countryside with yeah. his mates, yeah. and uh, they they weren't dressing up. But my dad decided he's got this long cloak and this horrible face mask that, that looks <laughs> is. Revolting, and so he pulled up to this little country town and put it on. And they, he said he saw some sort of uh, some some young girls trick or treating. And then my dad just said he, they they started screaming. So he said he chased them. Oh, <laughs> and 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 as, yeah, oh. as a dad, come on, that was it. He, he didn't. I didn't think he quite realised that uh, that could end up. Oh my god! The wrong end of the wrong end of a child abuse, Imagine. not child abuse, but sex offender sort of list. List. One of the worst lists to be on. And I can't deal with him on that again. Schindler, good list to be on. <laughs> Sex offender, bad no, list. That's a joke, that's a joke, man. Um, and to uh, end on uh, this little story, um, apparently she had been in trouble before and owes 1,000, like, 600 quid's worth of um, uh, sort of money Costume. to the court. And the judge said, Michelle was pretty well known to us. She struggled, to say the least. <laughs> I thought it was a nice little ending to that story there. <laughs> Bless her. Here's, here's a, one of my favourite cow jokes. Go on then. Okay. Yep. How do you know how many cows you've got? How many? Use a calculator. That's that's this week's funny joke. What do you reckon? I, I reckon that's going to revolutionise. One of my favourite cow jokes. The, next the, the second favourite cow joke. Yep. As you asked. Yep. Knock, knock. This is rubbish. Knock, 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 knock. Right. Just let you know, if this is a bad joke, the song's going on immediately. Knock, right. knock. Who's there? The interrupting cow. The interrupting cow. Mer- rubbish. Can we do my favourite? I love this bit. I, I will, will survive. Do you want the feature? I do want the feature. Do you want it coming at you like a buzzard? That's right. Let's go. Okay. You are stranded. Uh, yep. Yeah. In an Alaskan-like climate. Alaska? You don't know. Oh, okay. There's wolves everywhere, rocks, trees. trees. Okay. What you've got is a tranquilizing gun, a chainsaw, yeah. a whip, some rope, uh-huh. a machete, right. a camera, like camera. As, in, as in a video recording camera. Okay. And Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. I'm sorry, I know you don't you want you do know you don't really know him or oh, can I have Ross Kemp? I love Ross Kemp. Ross Kemp's trunk is one of those people who if he gave you a hug, everything would be okay. I know, but that's what I don't want in this situation because okay. that just make it too easy. Okay. Bear Grylls. So okay, I'm bearing to in mind, bearing in mind, I think that Bear Grylls is a girl. Yeah, he is a bit in it. Okay, he's a muffin. Wow. Let me get my brain in gear. So I've got tranquilizer, gun, chainsaw, whip, rope, machete. Look at that! It's actually quite hard. It is a hard one. So I've got to try. I can, and I can give you. I can give you a few little hints because it's actually quite hard. Okay, give me a hint. Just one starting hint. Okay, you need to make a sledge. Are there trees in this place? Yeah, sorry, I didn't mention Lots of pine trees. Okay, right. Oh, actually, you've also got a megaphone. Right, can't I just yell for help then? No, there's no one around. Right. Um, okay, I'll um, cut down some trees with a chainsaw. Nice. Yeah. Um, put them together with rope. Tie, put the rope together. Okay. Um, can I just kill Bear Grylls? Just nice, you're going on the right lines here. Oh, I know. I'll use him as a advisor. 
this kind of thing. He'll tell me what to do. Yeah. Then I cut him up, give him the Berkshire special and slice him up nice. Yeah, you're on the right lines. Cook okay. him with gas. Cook a him whip. With gas. Um, most of these, actually, I'm just realising if I can use them to be cruel to Bear grills. I'm actually not that <laughs> fussed about escaping. That's the right way to think. Okay, okay, so I've got, I've got the sled. Yeah. Um, okay, what's going to pull the sled? I know. You surround no, no, I've got it, I've got it, got it. No, no. I whip, I don't kill Bear grills. I whip him. Yeah. Be really mean, and then I pretend I'm asleep. He tries to escape. I've tied the rope to his leg. Yeah. Little does he know that he's dragging me to safety. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. You get bonus points for being and excessive. Thanks so much. And then I take a picture of it. It's just really humiliating. Um, and the uh, megaphone is so when he reaches me end, I can shout, "You've been murdered." <laughs> Um, excellent. So, so you're going to get Bear Grylls to pull you to safety go, whilst, he t- he whilst whipping me. him and treating him like a little yeah, girl. He strikes me he as is. a bit of a tosser and that he wouldn't he tell is. me... He is a massive If he knew how to get out, he'd probably be like, oh, it's no good. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I'd use him to take me to safety. Okay. Well, for those of you who, who watch Bear Grylls, he's, he's a very... He, oh, all those things, that they annoy me because unlike Ray Mears, who's, who's an actual survivor, yeah. this guy's a faker. I know. Yeah. He, he, he goes there with his crew, he's got his food, he's got everything. And then, um, and really, he, he just he just spends a day making a, a hide, and then goes and sleeps in the hotel. <laughs> so, so what what the idea was? That, um, I mean, you're on the right lines pretty much all the way. But cheers. First, what you do is you tranquilize all the Bear Grylls team. That's his makeup artist, his set design. You know, all of these people. Well, first, actually, before you do that, the idea was to film them all looking really distressed, like girls. You know, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're really scared. The wolves are howling. Yeah. And you just <laughs> film them to show what and you know what plonker is, and then. <laughs> And then, so then you tranquilize them all. Yeah. Keep Bear Girls, he's sort of, we'll just keep him. But we'll, we'll hack up the rest with the machete. Yeah. Using their limbs as bait for the wolves. Nice. The wolves come close. Oh, we've also lashed up a little sledge in the meantime using the chainsaw yeah. and the rope. Okay. Get one of the two guys quite, quite Yeah, quite obviously. And then, so the wolves come close because of the hacked up bodies of Bear Girls' set team. Yeah. And then, um, so then we lash them onto the sledge to pull the sledge. Oh, so good. That's great. Okay. Yeah. And then and then and then you use the whip to pull yeah. along the sledge. That's awesome. That, that you're doing, and then and you use your megaphone to play. He's an <laughs> and, and also to make wolf noises like oh, that kind of thing. Genius. Yeah, mate, that's fantastic. I I like that. So I think Bear Grylls he would be slower, but he. Um, it's more fun, isn't more it? More funnier. So yeah. and you could shout stuff at him. Take me to France. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Head of Music. That's Sam. We know you're there. We, we know, know you are. are. He's smiling with his That's cheeky a... grin that could melt the smile of a Nazi baby. Back we are. Okay. Nice. I want to say something um, happened to me in the week, actually. It was, uh, well, it was in the uh, maths block. I was walking by. You know, it's children in need at the moment. Yeah. Um, this, uh, this lady went, do you want to know, um, I'm selling cakes for children in need. Sure. And I sure thought, well, we are. are children in need. Yeah, but despite that, I'll, I'll have one. Um, so I went over and I started chatting to her. And she was like, I've got a raffle um, going on. What were the prizes? You always look at the prizes yeah. first, because if you're just win- winning shampoo, I'm not giving a pound. Right, these were the prizes. Okay. This wasn't a joke. I thought she was being ironic. This is genuinely true. First prize, a signed photograph of the head of maths. <laughs> I'd have paid a five of that's that. A le- so least. that's like all the best. Yeah. Professor Davies, I think his name was. You can't put a price on that. No, well, second prize. I'm really annoyed. You excited with prize number one. Second prize, it said a photo session with Gareth Harris. And I went, oh. Gareth Harris? Yeah, I went, who's Gareth Harris? She said, 
his <laughs> and pointed to the porter. So the second prize was a man who works behind security taking a picture of you. Oh, it's tough, isn't it? Which one would you prefer? He looks a little bit like he might take pictures of you anyway just from behind bushes. Joey, yeah, that kind of look to him, though. Yeah, a lot of people say, I've got that look to me. Um, the other thing about uh, Chill and Me I wanted to quickly say is that I don't actually... Is, is it Comic Relief or Chill and Me the one that's trying to be funny? Was it both? Comic Relief. Comic Relief is the, is, the, is the... Yeah. It's not actually that funny, and I think I know where they're going wrong. I think it's the video clips of dying children in between the sketches. Yeah. They're really not very funny. Yeah. So... We should, we should write in. We should. Yeah. Just we we know a way to make it much more funny. Great show, but um, that last link wasn't very funny. Yeah. And actually, it was quite depressing, if anything. <laughs> so... Talking of uh, what's being sent in, we have another sad story this week, um, which I'd like to read out to you people today. For years now, I've been struggling to find a woman who will love me for who I am. I've not been blessed with the best looks, and was born with a face that resembles a cross between Mo Molum, a Furby, and a Cubist painting. I'm also chronically overweight, to the point where if I take a seat in the cinema, the person sitting behind me will often whisper bloody hell. I discovered quickly that Cupid doesn't care about people like me, was rejected by every single woman I ever tried to talk to. I was getting to the stage where I had to use the phrase all nearest offer whenever I took out a personal ad. Was I just too ugly to find love? Were the fairy tales not true? There wasn't someone for everyone. As usual, my mother found a perfect way of expressing it. You're very ugly, she said. Stay in your cupboard. But against all better judgment, I managed to find someone to love me. And two years ago, I met Louise. We were at a Hezbollah fundraiser when we began talking. I came to admire her wild nature, easy humour and poor eyesight. I asked her if she wanted to go for a coffee, and ten months later we were married. For a while things were brilliant. We began talking about kids. She said there was no place for them in government, and I agreed. I'd never been in a serious relationship before. For the first time in my life I felt whole. This is why it hurt so much when she cheated on me. I came home one day to find her in bed with my brother from America. I was a bit annoyed that he was in town and didn't call, but mostly that she betrayed my trust. She promised it was a one-time thing, but a week later, I found her in bed with the entire Bath FC football team. I was devastated, but still couldn't bring myself to leave her, and it was only the week after when I found out she had been systematically sleeping with everyone in the phone book between A and G. I knew I had to act. I knew that breaking up would mean being on my own again, but it also meant respecting myself as a person which I realised was the one thing I was missing all along. It was a hard choice, but I filed for divorce. It was the best decision I ever made. And I finally understood that if you treat yourself right, the rest will follow. Plus, I still have the internet. Thanks, Henry and Oscar. Um, it's something I want to ask you honest advice right um, talking of like obviously I, uh, falling in love and that yeah, yeah. if you're dating a girl say you're dating a girl mm-hmm. um, stepping out with a girl yeah that kind of thing yeah. right you see you take her on the date you're gentle you buy all the food stuff like that you know you take on the meals you're very nice if yeah. at the end of it she decides that you're not right for each other can you ask for a bill <laughs> that's, a pros- that's a prostitute honey no no not that kind of bill I mean a bill was in like you know well 
I don't mean to have a go, but I did take you out for a coffee. That's one pound ninety. We should split that because yeah, because as a man, you've got the obligation, haven't you, to yeah. to, to pay for exactly. But uh, due to woman's lib, she doesn't have to say yes. So. Yeah. But they, do you know what I started trying to do now? What? Walk on the outside like like you taught me. Yes. It works. Another thing that I've done that you've taught me is moisturise. Right, that, that's not I being gentlemanly, you, that's just you probably good health. Answer. Yeah, but it looks good, doesn't it? And you know how you said that um, it stops you getting spots? Yeah. I think it's working. Yeah. I don't know if listeners know, but mild acne. Situation. Well, no, it, Oscar, how can you say that? You're, you're ah. a, a, a figure of... Oh, I've seen your mental health front face, covers laughing at your own abs. It's a face of radio. Yeah, it's fantastic. You never see someone depressed on the front cover of Men's Health, do you? No, you never see someone at a funeral with his abs out. <laughs> it's always like, oh, these guys are hilarious. Oh, you crack me up, you fellas. I don't believe in men's health. We don't believe the magazine. The magazine. Um, Wait, it, it does exist. Okay, what happens here is um, three news stories in the week, two of which I've made up, one of which is true. Oscar has to guess which one is true. Yeah. Okay. For last week's ones, for those of you who didn't listen in... Um, Most of you. Yeah. World's first blind pilot flies to Yorkshire... Sarcasm used as cancer treatment, or tribe discovered that worship Vodafone, and of course the uh, the world's first blind pilot was the one that uh, that was the right one. This technical week, though, technical that one. Well, yeah. He became blind. We'll leave it. Okay, anyway. ready? This one. Next one. Okay, headlines please. Bong. Narcoleptic baker bakes own head. <laughs> Bong. Tesco workers discover naked man in chimney. Bong. Lobsters tricked into playing chess. Now, wow. one of those is a true story. So someone bakes their own head? Yeah, so the narcoleptic baker bakes own head. What do you think about that? I think the bread would taste disgusting. <laughs> I don't think they sold it. It's like Sweeney Todd, but... but Self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. Yeah. And not pies. Although bakery can be pies. It, it's not clear in this headline what the end product was. Do you want a brilliant baker chat at mine? Go on, then. Your dad must be a baker, because you has got nice baps. Good. You're a genius. Yeah. Tesco workers discover naked man in chimney. What are you thinking? Um, how long was he in a chimney? It doesn't say. You've got to, you get it from the headlines, that's the idea. You've got to, let, let's imagine he was in there for... How long would you think he'd be in there, then? Well, I know when I get in chimneys, I don't like to stay in them for more than ten minutes, because I get incredibly claustrophobic. Yeah, that is true. Sooty. So, I'm going to say... It'd probably be in there maximum five minutes. He probably went into Tesco's. He's probably was he? Did he get lost on the way to the changing rooms? If it was one of these big Tesco's, that how lost would you have to get to go up? I mean, climb he up. was up the chimney. I imagine he came down from the roof. He was probably I don't know. Right, right number third one. Lobsters tricked into playing chess. Why? What did they want to play? No, it wasn't. They wanted to play drafts. They got tricked. I imagine it's a scientific experiment kind of angle that they kind of managed to get lobsters to play chess. I think they got tricked. They, were, they wanted to play drafts, but but they got tricked into playing chess because it's the same board, isn't it? Essentially, drafts, checkers, chess. They got the board up and they're like, "Come on, let's have a nice game." And they're like, "Oh yeah, great, a nice game of drafts." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shh, don't tell the lobsters. Don't tell them. Okay, then, so which one do you think could be? And then the last one, we haven't even. That is the last one. What's the middle one? Tesco worker discovers naked man in chimney. What's the top one? The bread. Narcoleptic baker bakes own head. Oh yeah. Narcoleptic. What do you think? One's, which one's true? I reckon the first one. Narcoleptic baker bakes own head. Yeah, you're wrong again. Oh. I've won every week. It's Brilliant. actually Tesco workers discover naked man in chimney. A true story. He was trying to burgle Tesco Express in Wigan. Ah, oh, burgle again. And um, he was wriggling out, and all his clothes ripped and fell down the chimney. <laughs> and um, the police got a call after reports of concern for a man. And uh, he should have said he was looking for the toilets. Well, that would stick, wouldn't it? 
So you're naked and vertical? Yeah, I was looking for the loo. Oh, okay, let's stand on the left. You'd be surprised. Ridiculous. Um, Tom, Tom and Jack aren't here for Tom and Jack and Lou. That's pity because we love Tom and Jack for the Jack I love them so much. I wrote them a poem and everything. Yeah, I had a song prepared. Should, yeah. I, re should I read my poem? They're not here. It's not the same if they're not here. Maybe save it for a, I'll save it for, for a, a rainy day, but not today. A rainy day. So, yeah, so that's been uh, our little show. Um, Rounding up 28 minutes. I'm counting down the seconds. Exactly. I'm not really. It's not that. Wow. Well. People praying to the sky. Um, so, it's been. What have we learned this week then? Um, we've learned how to survive in Alaska. Yep. Stranded with Bear Grylls. Yep. We've learned that a baker didn't bake his own head. We've learned that a woman dressed as a cow chased children and asked the police to suck her udders. <laughs> uh, yeah. we've learned that, um, that's basically it, isn't it, really? I've yeah, we haven't learned much, but we've no, had a good time. We've had, I've, had, I've really enjoyed this show, actually. It's been alright. It's been alright. There's Tom and Jack on here. Does that mean we get to carry on longer? I hope not. Well, but we put on a song. If they're not here afterwards, we can carry on talking. Or we could just keep playing songs and pretend they are here. Forever. Yeah. Hmm. Put it on auto. There's like an autopilot in here. Yeah, you, you would think that, you know the normal expression, this show can't run itself. It, it can. can run itself. There's a button here which says run itself. So. That expression is void. Okay, what we'll do then, if we have a song, and if they're not back afterwards, this isn't goodbye, this is maybe goodbye. Hmm. This is kind of like, ooh, are we going to, we don't 60% know. 60% goodbye. 60% goodbye. So uh, have a good weekend if we're not back Ray. afterwards.